At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up to staffing, our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach with me, Jillian Music, and co-founder of Moz and Anne Kennedy, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping tech companies grow, launch, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at OutlinesVenture.com. So today, Anne, we're going to talk about e-commerce. We always talk about consulting. Let's get into e-commerce this morning. All righty, because what we're talking about um, this month is in this series of programs is how to increase revenue. So, yes. how do we so increase revenue for e-commerce? Yeah, they, they just face a whole specific group of issues that others don't have. Um, you know, e-commerce companies, owners, this show is for you. So, I would start with the USP, the unique selling proposition for e-commerce, and, and it's just almost all it's about the cash right you go for a brand product you look for the lowest price you go for it and it's always always the monsters the Amazons uh, overstock those kinds of things how do smaller and niche market e-commerce companies survive it can't be priced then that's right it's not all about price I totally agree um, I think it's about more than that one it's about meeting the needs of the consumer individually but I think it's broader I think the broader issue is around a brand community for these e-commerce websites now we do have that path of least resistance of buying from where we bought before so it isn't always about the exact dollar amount right if I am walking with um, a, you know a walking stick or something and I like to hike and do that right I will buy my walking stick from a particular provider because it's prettier or whatever and I, I like the thing and and I like the vendor perhaps because I buy all of maybe my hiking equipment from who knows you know this particular vendor all of that's great but my major concern is that 
in the end it does come down to price on the same brand unless I have a stronger connection with the uh, vendor itself and that stronger connection doesn't really come from me to the vendor it comes from me to the other people who also buy products from that vendor so it comes down to a brand community for e-commerce websites um, we did a lot of that at Moz. It was um, a B2B play, yes, but it was really kind of B2C in terms of the emotional quality of the communication between the people at Moz and the people who were buying the Moz service. So um, I think we should talk something about that, Anne, uh, about how we build that brand community for e-commerce websites. Absolutely. Um, and I think that it, you can go into just some of the details that you did at Moz, even though it was a subscription, it was still e-commerce. Mm -hmm. In this case it was. Um, but the, uh, the intriguing thing about it is there was somehow very retail oriented in how we connected to the individuals who were making the buying decisions. Especially in the early days, um, the industry of search didn't really exist, you know, it was just beginning. And so as it became a, a thing, there were individual contributors to the community conversation around search engine optimization. There was a conversation around black hats and white hats and so on, and that was uh, the approach to the process, right? Were you going to go one way or another? Uh, there were conversations around the new forms of things as SEO moved on and acquired also social media, email marketing, all of these kinds of things in which the inbound uh, marketing uh, collection, if you will, had all of the elements. But still, all in told, it was all about this organic or inbound marketing group that had to decide uh, how the industry was about to be formed, right? These were the very earliest players. Some of them became titans of the industry uh, and others became, if you will, mid-sized players. And of course, there's now a groundswell of, again, smaller individual contributors who are individual consultants or perhaps have two or three colleagues who have a small company. It's very individual oriented rather than corporate structure oriented so if you're doing an e-commerce website and you're selling something that is you know a product that could be bought by anyone here's my hottest tip go after a specific target group even if your product could be used by everybody on the planet focus on why that product is perfect for people who have black hair or asthma or kids or have dogs, they're dog owners, right? Or whatever you want. Focus on a group of people who would specifically want to use this product and then connect them by talking about that sort of thing. Make sure they're talking to each other. I talk a lot about brand community around the world, as you know, and what I keep saying is that it is like a circle with a dot in the middle, and you are that dot in the middle, and between everybody who exists in the dots around this outside circle, it's like a spoke, right? A single strand of hair forms a connection between you and the other guy out there who might be your customer, and another one comes back to you if that guy talks back to you. Cool, but you can break a strand of hair, or two of them, that single spoke, very easily. 
But when that person begins to talk to the guy next to him about his experience at your place or with the product or what they're doing, bicyclists, dog owners, uh, mummy bloggers, all of these things, right? When they talk about the experience of being who they are and what they do and perhaps parenthetically how they use your product or service along with it, but mostly it's about their experience, they begin to form many more strands of hair, these spokes and connections, and it becomes a braid. You cannot break a braid by pulling at it, but you can break a single strand of hair or even two by pulling at it. So really the connection is not between you, the vendor in the middle, and every person outside. Those are just the spokes. It's about that wheel, that braid of connections that they have with each other. And if one of them should begin to leave that community and no longer be part of it, right, part of the community of people who buy your stuff and do the things that they do together, right, and you are parenthetically part of their lives, right, if they begin to leave that group, they won't be pulled back by you. They will be pulled back by their colleagues, by that very strong thread of braided hair. I think that's the important strategic overview of what's going on here. So, tactically, how do you do it? I would yeah. find, yeah, I would find your customers where else they hang out, right? Those dog owners, well, they might buy the dog food from you and, you know, the organic this, that, and the next thing, but they're buying their dog walking services over at Rover. So, you connect with over, uh, owners over at that website to share your U.S their customers, and you can do it through blog posts on their site, through special offers provided to their customers, email campaigns, online or offline events, whatever it is, but you connect with those guys. So we talked about that in terms of consulting, not just last week, right? Yep. We talked about that where you say, go to folks who offer what you don't offer that's in the same vein and make some connections so you can both reach the same audience with more powerful offers. This is the same kind of idea designed for e-commerce. You go to other folks who offer ancillary products that serve target markets that would also want your product. Now, dog food, yeah, only the dog owners are after it. But even if you have a generic product, I don't know, a, a backgammon game, Focus on why this is a wonderful game for people with children, teaching them skill sets around, I don't know, strategy and counting and uh, family time and all of those kinds of things. Then talk about how it's wonderful for, uh, I don't know, an older population that recalls these board games and it harkens to golden times and, and so on and so forth, right? Create small communities of target market specific groups around a particular product. Right? There are so many folks who might use it. You could do it with, I don't know, the disabled community. It is something that they can engage in without having to get on a bicycle and you know go running, uh, whatever it takes. So what I'm counseling tactically is find out where else your customers might hang out and create groups of people that are targeted to buy your product, not just trying to throw your product out to the general public. So we're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to keep talking about e-commerce, brand community, and how to get that sale closed. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. 
ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome back, Ann. Hi, Jillian. Hey, so we've been talking about brand communities. Tell me a little about this concept of a raving fan. Where does that all come from? Well, you were just describing in the last segment the um, the the, the uh, fans talking, the your customers talking to each other and making this strong braid that can't be uh, uh, can't be broken. But a good part of that are. Uh, if you have you've developed uh, raving fans, fans who really, really appreciate what you're doing, you give them an opportunity to say that um, to other potential customers. And that could come through a n- number of different ways, but the idea is that they will actually do your selling for you because you have provided value to their life. Absolutely, I totally agree. So the concept of Raving Fans, we should give some credit where credit's due. Um, Raving Fans is a book uh, by Ken Blanchard, written many, many years ago, and it discusses a number of um, uh, tactical case studies which he uh, researched over time, and it had to do with the idea, essentially, of building this brand community even before the web existed and before we built those things online. So it's not a new concept. Um, he was talking, for example, about somebody who owned a gas station, and uh, people would buy gas and come out of their way to buy gas from this particular gas station. It had to do with the service, it had to do with the people, the corporate culture, all of the kinds of things that Anne and I talk about. It is translatable to the web. 
So if you own an e-commerce company, it isn't just saying, oh, and we donate 1% of our profits to such and such. That's nice, but it, it does not seem to be a big uh, swayer in terms of who people will decide to do business with. In the end, it is not a key decision-making um, metric for your consumer. What is a key decision-making metric is the fact that somebody thinks that you are good people. So why would there be that disconnect? And the answer would be, I think, again, what Jay Bear talked about a few months ago, and we've mentioned just even last week, so we'll do it again. He wrote a book called Utility, Y-O-U-T-I-L-I-T-Y, and he talks about uh, replacing hype with help. It talks about being useful to the customer itself. Once you are useful to them, um, they become more connected to you and become part of your brand community and have a loyalty to working with you in the future. They want to see you succeed and they want to see you thrive because it suits them to have you thrive. It actually serves them to serve you. That makes all kinds of sense. So to go back to, um, I want to keep pulling you back to the examples from Moz because I think you did this extremely well. How did you create this kind of feeling of the usefulness that you created for the um, for your subscribers uh, that made them tell other people that they needed to subscribe to this? Right. So it does begin with the corporate culture itself, and that began with the word tag fee. T-A-G-F-E-E, -E. it stands for Transparency, Authenticity, Generosity, Fun, Empathy, and Exceptional Work. It was the rudder in the water by which Moz was and is run, and that makes all kinds of sense for having a good corporate culture. But it translates directly to your marketing work. It means that you are transparent and you are generous. When we did primary research and we discovered issues around search engine optimization, we shared it. Even when we weren't certain that we would be correct or right or whatever, we opened it up and we threw it out there and we asked others to participate. So the generosity and the empathy had to do with generously sharing what we had already were, uh, learned and we were empathetic knowing that our colleagues were as desperate for this information as we were. So we shared it, and we asked for their input as well. And we asked them to become empathetic. We asked others to be tag fee as well. Those who resonated with the concept of tag fee did so in ways that surprised us. So that's a question of what went right. right? When somebody resonated with the corporate culture, they now had a word to hang on it. So my next tactical tip is get a word to hang on. Even if you use the word tag fee, and I have seen many companies around the world using it, which is kind of exciting too, because the concept, if you will, goes beyond Moz and goes beyond technology, and it then goes beyond the borders of the United States as well. It simply is something that, that's out there for use, so don't feel like you can't use tag fee, right? On the contrary, feel free to use it. But if you have your own, write your own tenets and says, this is what we stand for, right? Tag fee isn't the only way to go. For example, Apple does this as well. And nobody would have accused Steve Jobs of being tag fee. But his passion towards excellence, beauty, and the integration of technology into daily life also attracted great and brilliant people, not only to the company, but also to use the products, and they still do today. So you create the brand community by people who have an empathy or an attraction to what it is you're trying to say. Put a word around it, get it out there, and let people hang on to it. 
Once they do that, they become a group of people who believe this, enjoy that, and engage in the other thing. That's the, the value of what we did at Moz. We reached out to people by saying this is the corporate culture and we're inviting you to become part of it. Do the same thing with your e-commerce company, whether it's subscription-based services, whether it's product, uh, whatever it is you're selling online, in order to reach out and create a human connection, which is an emotional connection, you have to provide something that's beyond just the product. Become part of the community of people who do this, and by the way, this is the piece that we offer. You guys go bicycling, and we offer wheels. Right? That's the way it comes together. I think also the um, the specific ways that you did it are sometimes transferable too. I was thinking about the whiteboard Fridays, the the uh, blog posts, yeah. the uh, various Moz members earning Moz points. Okay, um, so let's get super tactical. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, it I does start with good. a blog. The blog goes every day. Open it up for comments. Don't make closed-minded statements. Always ask others to engage. When you ask them, they finally somebody will finally do it. At first, you respond to them, but then others will begin to respond. When the conversation starts taking place, uh, that's when they connect with each other and that when it's very, very important. Remember, the connections between you and the customer are not so important. Between the customers and the customers are far more important. So it starts with a blog. Uh, the points and levels, the gamification of the process of engagement with your brand is also an important deal. Yes, it's cool if I buy one piece, I get this, and if I buy three pieces, you'll give me a discount. Yeah, that's okay. And in the end, um, at Moz Points, we could do absolutely zero with Moz Points for a very long time. But people wanted to collect them anyway. It meant that they were more engaged, and it gave them, if you will, social stature within that community. You can do those kinds of things by pointing out how many engagements these people have had. This is a frequent commenter. Uh, this is a professional commenter. Uh, whatever it is you want to bestow upon your um, you know, engaged consumers on your own website. Um, having a page where they can identify themselves, put up pictures, give a little information about themselves, that's an important issue. It was great, of course, when it was a professional organization, kind of B2B at Moz. Everybody had their own consulting gig or they were part of a company that was growing and doing this kind of search work. Even if you're selling retail product, just saying what it is you do, what your specialties and your strengths are and so on, that's a place where you can shout about yourself. People like it and they become more engaged. Um, we certainly use things like email campaigns to get uh, connected and remain that way. But what we did was share the top news we'd found in the industry all over the web. Rather than saying, hey, look at us, look at us, look at us, we'd say, look at them, look at them, look at them. We used Twitter to do the same thing. We focused on the industry and the information about the, um, you know, the subject at hand, but we used Twitter to focus people on other places where they could find good information as well as at Moz. Today we still do the same. We certainly tell you when there's hot news at Moz and what the new blog post is about and so on. Just as here at CEO Coach, we'll tweet about what's coming up next or what's playing today or other things around the CEO Coach concept. So. Feel free to follow Ann Kennedy or myself, uh, known as SEO Mom, on the web. Um, but uh, you, you know, we'll find out the same thing. So we leverage those kinds of concepts ourselves, Ann. Um, I think over at Moz, uh, the, the hottest tips would be engaging people through conversation on the blog, um, connecting them to other news around the industry, being the repository of that information, and then this consistency that you talked about. The 
the um, Whiteboard Friday. Getting people to show up at your blog is kind of tough. And if you do something that is iconic, recognizable on a regular basis. So again, we did it every Friday and we called it Whiteboard Friday. We didn't get cute about the name. It had a whiteboard. It had three to five minutes of tactical information around the subject at hand and it showed up once a week. We got people engaged so they kept coming back every week at least for that piece of it. And then often they became more engaged and saw the blog on a daily basis. We have more than 25% of the people who show up at the blog have showed up at Whiteboard Friday because it's consistent, it's memorable, it's iconic. So hopefully those give people a really hot specific tip on how to make this stuff happen. And we're going to take another break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with some hot tips on e-commerce companies and developing corporate brands that help to even out your cash flow. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. So, Ann, we're talking about things that are going to help e-commerce companies to gain sales, increase the longevity of the engagement with their consumers, and to increase the lifetime value of the customer. Any other hot tips you've got here that you want to share with our listeners who are e-commerce owners? Well, you mentioned it kind of as you were describing the kind of things that you did at Moz around this, but... Um, you, it's important, I think, to create a place for your customers to gather and be engaged. Um, some kind of online event, um, a gamification perhaps, something. Um, because we're not in the 
the uh, 20th century e-com anymore where you put something up and somebody buys it and you're done. You know, the, the, the whole existence of the social media and the way uh, um, customers expect to connect with each other now is uh, so much broader than that and they can actually help you if you engage them. So my tip would be look for ways, even if you're selling... Um, dog food <laughs> you know look for ways that your customers can um, engage with each other online in events absolutely maybe, maybe even contests um, right contests webinars um, uh, the uh, idea of submitting blog posts a place where you can say our story um, you know anything that creates pathos and emotional connection makes good sense um, so for dog owners a place where they can have a repository of photos or share the funniest photo of the day, uh, the warmest photo of the day, those kinds of things. Um, so certainly we do those things in general social media platforms, but having somebody who is tightly connected with a specific kind of pet owner, I mean, maybe it's not as easy with a dog or a cat, which is very common, but uh, how about one for ferret owners? You know, those kinds of things. We're saying find those niche markets and then provide a place where they can share things just themselves. This is actually a very, very old marketing strategy of segmenting yes. your market to increase revenues. We've just given it a new spin for um, the uh, way the uh, internet works now and, and social media and e-commerce. Yes. The prequel to that, or the pre-corollaries uh, uh, mm -hmm. that we might have mentioned first for the hot tip is um, focus on specific uh, smaller groups. You know, and then find ways for them to engage with each other around your product. Absolutely. That is the, the real takeaway from this uh, thing, to not just sell products to the general public, but always find the uh, focused niche market and to speak to them in ways that will move them emotionally to connect them to each other and to your brand. That makes all kinds of sense. Um, and then the last thing I'd like to leave, uh, you know, in terms of concept here and a tactical uh tip, if you will, is that as your e-commerce product, it isn't just about selling it once, but about getting an ongoing process going. So saying that one can do points and levels in terms of engagement makes good sense, but don't ignore, of course, the points and levels of engagement in commerce itself. I often see groups of uh, companies will do um, a special deal only if you are a new customer. In the end, I think that might be the worst way to get yourself customers because you're really kind of crapping on the folks who have given you all this business before. So connecting it to say when you refer a new customer, you get something and they get something, that makes it a win-win. Uh, it's not like I'm paying you and somehow you've got to go get somebody else to do this. I see that kind of thing too. Uh, you want to make sure that the new customer gets something too so it's you know the friends get it together. But the second thing is that you reward the customers who remain with you. Yesterday I was out looking for a tile for a countertop and I noticed that there was at one of the shops a collection of designers who had been invited to have a meal that was a buffet. It was lovely and presented there. And they were being moved from place to place throughout the shop to learn not just about the product, but about the ways in which they could apply the product, use it, and make a good profit from it while still providing a good deal to their customers. So they were given ways in which they could be good to their own customers, ways in which they could increase their own earnings, and 
and of course a uh, lesson in how to use specific new products and applications in uh, residential design. Having those kinds of things available online are also possible and I don't see enough of those going on. So having places where your customers can learn, having places where your customers can benefit financially and help their customers benefit financially if you are doing a B2B kind of play, those things make good sense for e-commerce engagement in a brand community, increasing your income, and evening out the cash flow over time. This has been Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. You can find us at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. Find out more about how we help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.